Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. You look like you're uh, a in a in a commercial, in a coffee commercial. Oh. What are you drinking today, Daniel? The coffee's so tasty on a snowy day. Yeah, snowpocalypse. Snowy, miserable. I ran in the snow yesterday. Good for you. I like a Fruit Loop out there. You probably did. Yep. I'm sure people were like, I think a woman videoed me. Like I think I saw her in the in her uh, whatever doorway. You know, like shooting with her phone. Probably in case you died, she wanted to have evidence that no, you did I it willingly. She, she was probably FaceTiming with somebody and being like, look at this idiot. What is he doing? How far did you go in the snow? Five miles. I had to get my five in, buddy. Is five in the snow like Seven. ten Feels or something? Like, it. Yeah. like they say with running on the beach or something like that? It, it's really not that bad. I mean, there's always there's always tracks that I ran literally in the middle of the road because there's no cars, but there's, you know, I mean, there's a car every once in a while, but there's tracks you can run in. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, a couple of housekeeping odds and ends. For some reason, our queue is predominantly filled with males. So females, where are you at? I like to. I try to mix in every every question. I like to bring out a male and then a female, and a male and a female, and all of a sudden, all males. Where are the girls? So we got you know, we got a couple in there. But I'm telling you right now, ladies, ladies. If you throw us a question, you're going to get bumped to the top of the queue by queue. Did you catch that? DIY Tribe Did. on fire. Yeah. I'm looking back at the records. Disproportionate now. Yep. Can't have that. Nope. Um, let's see. GameStop sub fitty. That's, uh, that thing's done. Au revoir, monsieur. GameStop. Bye-bye. What else? Other housekeeping odds and ends. I don't know. Let's just go to our question. What do you got? You got anything? Whoa. No. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Dramatic crickets. <pause. laughs> I was trying to think of something. Oh, hit us up know. on YouTube. DIY money on YouTube. It's fun stuff. We got some good stuff going on over there. All right. Let's just go right to our question. Who we got? Jared. Jared, what do you got? DIY. Hi, guys. My name is Jared from Lancaster, PA, and I'm 30 years old. I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now and absolutely love it. My wife and I currently have 1000 of fast cash and a three-month emergency fund. The only debt that my wife and I have is our mortgage. However, my wife's father took out a parent loan for her to use for school. We do plan on paying off that loan for him. We currently make 100000 and the parent loan is 65000 Right now, we are both contributing up to our employer's 401k match. Should we concentrate on the parent loan and put off investing in a Roth IRA, or should we be contributing to retirement while also paying off the parent loan? Thank you. All right, Daniel. Interesting. Uh, what do you say to What do you say to Jared here? Yeah. Well, I think the tough part is is we don't really know the terms on this uh, the parent loan for education. I'll tell you what the terms are. The terms are it gets awkward around Thanksgiving. Well, I'm sure it does. Uh, but hey, it's a loan's a loan, a contract, whatever. Uh, they're paying it off, so you know that's uh, whether that takes you know a year or ten years, they're making payments on it. So. Parents are hopefully. Uh, what is a parent have, loan? Was that a legit thing, or is this just like, hey, dad, like can I borrow some money? Like a parent took out a educational loan. So is that what it's called, or is this? 
Yeah, I mean, it's common terminology, yeah. Okay, Apparently. I didn't know that. Um, and so, yeah, so they've got this educational loan outstanding there. And uh, I'd be curious to know what the interest rate's on it, because if I was sitting down in the office planning with somebody and your retirement, your long-term retirement plan was something we were concerned about, I would be looking at the interest rates on that loan to get an idea of, you know, should we be funding retirement to some extent? And the reason for that is, is because you can't get back those maximum uh, contributions that you're allowed to put in something, say, like a Roth IRA or something of that nature. And so while it is important to pay down that debt as quickly as possible, uh, once you get the employer match, like uh, Jared talked about there, uh, there is some benefit to socking some away for retirement, and some of it is in the math. Um, now, the you know the very pure DIY money plan is to attack that debt, pay it off as quickly as possible. But when you're talking about income of a hundred thousand dollars and uh, debt of sixty five thousand dollars, it's there's going to be. Uh, you know, kind of a journey to get that debt down and not funding retirement at all, not taking advantage of some of your Roth IRA potential contributions could be a hindrance to your overall plan. I would really want to sit down and run the numbers, see what that looks like and balance those two priorities. Uh, or if there's a way to go hustle, make some money and get those paid off really quick, that would be the uh, kind of option too. So where are you? Let me tell you where I'm at. Go for it. And I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm not going to waver on this. I might might just always might might be wrong in 10 years you look back and you go Quint that was dumb but I'm going to stick to this and I'm you're going this is going to be my mantra because I've spent a lot of uh, lonely time up on those roads running in the winter and the snow and the ice and I've been thinking and pondering about where we are as an economy and all these people that are answering asking questions and so forth and I've come to the conclusion that the best thing someone can do at this juncture is pay off debt now, again, it's just my opinion. Mathematics doesn't say so, all right? Basically, if you look over the last 10, 15, 20 years, or pretty much any 10-year rolling history over the last 80 years, it's going to always tell you that investing is better than paying off debt. But I'm a big believer right here and now that the best thing you can do is to knock out the debt. Now, let's put that into some categories, okay? So the first foundation is contributing to a retirement account. This is, this is a given because if you can, when you first get a job, uh, contribute at minimum 10% of your income, that doesn't include the match. Now, if you can contribute 10% of your income and get the match, that's great. That's wonderful. Uh, if you have to start with a lower amount just to get the match, and the cumulative amount between yours and the employer match is 10%, that's a good starting point. But you want to start to move that up uh, every year or so to get to 10% on your own. I think that that's a, that's a standard, real easy method by which you can say, look, this is a minimum amount we want to be putting away to at least put us in a good position in the future. Thereafter, it's my opinion, you pay off debt. Now, again, it's you can look at the math, and this is where I'm, I'll get pushback, and it's fine, but you're going to look at the math and say, well, if the parent loan is 2% or 3% or 4% and we pay the minimum payment, why would we just put more on, why wouldn't we put you know, the additional amount in the Roth, etc.? And, and the reason, in my opinion, is because if your general cost of living goes up over time, 
and you still have a fixed debt payment, you could struggle paying your general cost of living. Now, what I'm opening here is Pandora's box about inflation and so forth, and I don't want to go down that road yet. We might do a special subject on that. But the reality is that if you can knock out that debt and leave yourself more disposable income to then decide where it wants to go, whether it's to your Roth or investment, etc., in my opinion, that's, that's better. Now, again, you have to kind of judge and maybe strike a happy medium because you could sit there and say, well, Quint, we're already saving 30% of our income, and you know we've got ample excess cash flow. We live way below our means. Well, then maybe in that instance, it makes sense to say, pay the minimum on the parent loan and put it into a Roth. You know, Again, there's some caveats there. But for the vast majority of people, let me tell you something. We're in an environment, because of interest rates, that promotes borrow, 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 debt, debt, debt. And the market, because of what it's done, only adds fuel to that fire saying, oh, borrow, invest, borrow, invest, borrow, invest. And that's great as long as that equation plays out. When it doesn't, when it doesn't, then you run the risk of making terrible decisions, very, very poor decisions. What I mean by that? Oh, the market goes through a 35, 40% correction. We just saw one last year. But ultimately, somebody says, well, why are we investing? We have that loan. That's dumb. We should just sell everything and pay off that loan. And you end up making a terrible decision because you're staring at debt. So again, in my opinion, I think you should prioritize Number one, make sure that your retirement, your general retirement accounts are being funded up to at least 10%. If you can do more, great. Number two, ancillary income, pay off the debt. It's just my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. It is good. Wow. It's good. Get anything else? No. Sounds like we're in the same ballpark, not totally on the same base, which yep. is okay. Yeah, I'm just, uh, the more and more I think about people today especially in the environment that we're in, um, consumer debt level, $14 trillion. Mm-hmm. And it's rationalized away because somebody says, yeah, but but discretionary income over and above debt payments is at all-time highs, meaning people have more money than ever right now. I understand that until we see one of two things happen. We see expenses go up or discretionary income fall because of higher unemployment. One of those two things. And then your equation is blown up. It doesn't even, it's not even tweaked. It just blows up in your face. Yeah. And that equation doesn't happen in a vacuum. So if discretionary income goes down, then companies' earnings are going down, which means that unemployment kicks up and then we go into a recession. And your market so portfolio is down. Absolutely. Yes. Pay off debt. Pay off debt. Now, again, there's going to maybe come a time <clears throat> in the future, fast forward five, 10 years, where Markets are low, you know, valuations are attractive, and somebody says, well, look, maybe pay off debt that's, you know, high interest rate, let the other stuff go, and this is an unbelievable valuation time period to be an investor. I don't know. We'll get there when we come, or when we're there. I think earlier in the show, you said something about uh, the math always works to, or historically, there was a rule of thumb or something where the math works to where uh, you should invest versus pay off debt. I think the important caveat there is when we're talking about low interest rate debt. Uh, so yes. if you are chucking money in your Robinhood account uh, or your Schwab account or your Fidelity account, but you've got you know high interest credit cards, 
uh, higher interest student loans, uh, the kind that you usually see with master's degree, stuff like that, that's probably not going to be an equation that generally will work out for you at all. Uh, when we're talking about that equation, that's more of the under 5%, I think that people are referencing. So that's home mortgages, uh, really low costs, sort of the subsidized style of student loans, maybe some auto loans that are in the 2 or 3%, but that's that. That's not our recommendation, but that's kind of what that math is referring to. Yeah, that's a good point. Good caveat. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, great question. Uh, we will send you your $25 Amazon gift card, Jared. Uh, all he did was send us a voice memo to podcast at DIYmoney.org. Podcast at DIYmoney.org. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do it for a very, very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.